This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by BetQL. Your bracket may bust, but your bankroll never has to with BetQL. Use promo code MATCH30 for 30% off your entire year over at BetQL. That's BetQL, promo code MATCH30. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Odds Crowd. $8,000 match madness contest is heating up. Don't forget to enter your picks and see all their free contests. Download their app today at sportsgamblepodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblepodcast.com slash odds. And we're also brought to you by better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is the home for your free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile sports slash BTV. That's sports slash BTV. And we're also brought to you by PicksWise. Follow the PicksWise Capper Contest at PicksWise.com for the free picks and analysis throughout the tournament from the likes of John Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff Nadu, and more. And see what expert is trending hot as they ballot out for a winner-takes-all $10,000 prize over at PicksWise.com. And we're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge operates like the stock exchange for the sports world. Pick the teams you like and have someone else buy the other side. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 play. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com, promo code SGP. All right, DJs, welcome to the recap of the PGA National and uh, a quick uh, preview uh, for the match play. That's myself, Boston Capper, the god of golf himself, Steve Shermer. Are we ready for this fucking week to be over or what? I mean, I'm definitely ready for this week to be over based on how it happened. I mean, the last couple of shows I've come on here and it was a little bit of a tout show and uh <laughs> Listen, we can't lie to our audience. This was not a tout show. This is a rough weekend. I think everybody had a rough weekend. I think so too. Yeah. Although you did okay. I mean, I did good. Yeah. It got off to a good start. Yeah. Yeah. First, listen, first round leader, fucking whatever, man. Like, I mean, look, that that floated me for the whole week. Uh, like I said, I ended up jumping on Jones last night, um, just because I I didn't know what was going to happen, and I I couldn't picture these guys who were behind him actually catching him. I could picture a Matt Jones meltdown, but I also. Mm-hmm could picture the other guys melting down with him. I didn't like any of the other numbers. I was like, whatever, I'll, I'll take my plus fucking 150, 175 on two different sites for Matt Jones to hedge out. But these fucking matchups this weekend just literally kicked my fucking teeth in bro. Yeah. Well, well, first, before we get to that, I, I got to give you credit because you were high on Matt Jones and I tried to poo poo the whole thing. Was like, <laughs> Oh, he's good in the wind. Oh, that narrative. And you know what? He's great. In the wind. It's good. Good. Right. I yeah, guess so. there's something to it. I mean, even though there's only 89 rounds in fantasy national, the windy as F yeah. when you check that, it's not that big of a sample. But Hey, you know what? Listen, that worked out. He was great. Yep. Led the field and starts getting T to green. And honestly, I mean, he, he'd been playing well. He had a T eight at the Genesis T 11, the Sony, and he was a guy on my radar for the past couple weeks. And for whatever reason, just without rights, I just, I went to the top of the board and then I went all the way down to 101 and you were, tried to caution me on doing that. And you know what? You were right. Oh. You don't hear that from me often. You're right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to snip that. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make that a drop. The, um, exactly. actually, uh, Kramer's going to make that a drop. Cause uh, I don't, I don't work this thing. Well, uh, but fucking, uh, yeah, man. I mean, look the tournament itself, like whatever, man, like Friday was, cra- uh, Thursday was crazy. Right. Yeah. Like everybody knew he was in the house. Like no one was touching that fucking score came out shot even, uh, on Friday. Right? Was it even on Friday that he shot? 
Yeah, I think so. That was that was when Aaron Wise went nuts. Yeah, and, and like, uh, yeah, dude. I mean, the tournament itself, like, you a bitch about it. Like, it didn't look good. Didn't play good. No names. Like, whatever. Like, let, let me let me ask a question. Is this the worst event on tour to bet for golf for betters? I, I I think it is. I mean, it might be, man. I just think of like some of those, like going down to the DI or like the Corrales and like, like those yeah, are tough like, too. Those don't have landmines every single This day. is true. This is true. Like literally head to head matchups turned. Like I was on a head to head today with Aaron wise over CT pan and that turned because Aaron wise four putted yeah. and, and then hit it in the water on 16. Yeah. Like, and it's just, it's that shit all the time at this golf course. And it's a bad field. It's, I'm going to say it. Like, I, I don't know what they've been doing with the maintenance crew there, but it looks terrible this week. Yeah. Like none of the ponds are filled. <laughs> you see dirt marks everywhere. <laughs> the grass looks like it was dying around the bunkers. There were, you could see like where holes were cut in the green. I dude, I noticed that too. I was like, holy looks, shit, you can still see. Terrible. And you got to pay like 350 bucks to play this thing. Like yeah. it's a resort why, course. Yeah. Why would you pay to go lose? I mean, uh, you would have to bring two dozen balls to this course for being you. Like, it, like, like, what are you like? Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, I, so, I would so you drop like, 400 for, you know, the round and then probably tipping your caddy. Yeah, you know, buy a couple of beers too, and then you're depositing three dozen golf balls into the lake there. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, all to get a picture of the goal of the grizzly bear, you know, at the bear trap. You know, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it was funny. It's what ten played hotter than any other hole today. It wasn't even on the fucking bear trap. Yeah. Yeah. It just th- this tournament stinks. Yeah. And I mean, they, they uh, poor Honda. I mean, they they pay good sponsorship money. No one shows up. And it's the tail end of the floor swing. I mean, the floor swing goes out with a whimper now. And uh, yeah, so goodbye to that. Um, I guess we'll see you next year. And I think, uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're kind of just alluding to it. I mean, other than my Saturday, which I went seven and oh, I imagine Beautiful. pretty good. I went three and oh on Saturday, three and oh. I woke up late Saturday and Sunday. My wife let me sleep in two days in a row. I'm pretty, listen, guys, if there's no podcast tomorrow, like, She's she's finally got me. Like I think she's setting me up. Think she's setting right. me up. Two days in a row to sleep on the weekend. That's terrifying. You know that, Steve. Yeah. You better have someone else touch your food. You know. <laughs> so. But uh, I mean, listen. I pre-tournament match uh, calls not go work or go nope. well for me. Uh, I decided instead of maybe doing like a Matt Jones or an outright on Aaron Wise, so just the top twenty of him. I decided to go on guys like Henrik Sensen or Wesley Bryan, who were two scrubs. Um, <laughs> Match preterm matchups didn't go great for me either. I had a couple of positional props hit, but yeah, I took a little bit of a loss. All good though. Yeah. yeah. Listen, like I said, like I ended up, I ended up up. Obviously, first round leader really skews those results, right? Yes. They really, it really does. Um, but when I hit the key, Keegan over Fowler, that was a good one um, for outright. I somehow fucking luck boxed into fucking Henley tying steel, even though that thing should have been over on fucking Friday. Um, I think matchups, I ended up down like fucking four, which has been my worst weekend for matchups in fucking forever. Um, and yeah, man, overall, it was just, it, it was, it was just tough to pick them on the week, like on the weekend. Like, like you said, it turned on a dime. Like we were coasting on one of them on, uh, it was either Friday or today up like fucking three or four shots. And then, Oh, it was fucking Reavy on Friday. 
what reviews the? up like three through like 12 and that turned immediately. Oh my God. I, uh, Vegas was up like two on Glover late in the back nine and that flipped. Yeah. So yeah, it just, it, it's frustrating. I mean, listen, like, and it's one thing if it was a fun tournament, like if you're going to ask it to the players, but it's like good to watch on TV. That's different. Right. This is just aggravating and annoying. Like the, <laughs> the broadcast is awful. They, they showed Jack Nicholas for like 10 minutes and like, we didn't watch golf for a while. Yeah. We're seeing guys miss three foot putts. Like, I mean, we'll get to Aaron wise in a little bit, but holy hell, everybody was missing three foot putts in this. Place. Everybody. It just, Dude, Matt Jones was missing three foot putts today. Like that's not, <laughs> that's not fun. Like no. it's fun to see these guys struggle, but like when they're missing two foot putts, like just bad. Like, I don't want to watch this. So, yeah. all right. I mean, speaking of like really bad players, <laughs> I know there has to be an armada oh, of yeah. boats that you're going to put guys on this week. Oh so. yeah. Like it's so the floor. The floor is yours. I mean, so I narrowed it down right to, I threw a fifth guy in just cause he pissed me off today. I think I might give him a pass cause you like him so much, but West Brian, West Brian, is I, I cannot fucking play him anymore. I I need you to do something to me. I don't know what it is, but I cannot play him anymore. He is he's bad. He's bad. Like we even said, like, hey, he's played well here, blah, blah, blah. Dude, he was almost dead fucking last. If it wasn't for your boyfriend Stenson, like he would have been dead fucking last. Like yep. I don't know why I become infatuated with him. I think I found him one day, like super fucking cheap and fucking like put like a top 20 on him. He probably made me a little bit of money in DFS and that. And then all of a sudden he's stuck in my brain forever. Like this is a problem for me. Like these, like it's the devil, you know, versus the devil. You don't. Well, the devil, you know, has been fucking me uh, for a very long time. Speaking of that, Luke list, fuck off. He's done. I can't play him anymore. I can't, I, I just fucking can't him and him and He's cost me more money than almost probably anybody. Maybe Hideki, um, but yeah, I'm I'm done with him. He's on the fucking boat. That's it. Uh, and you know what? For good measure, Shane Lowry, get the fuck in the boat, bro. Like, what the fuck was that? What a terrible, terrible fucking performance over the weekend. What? What the fuck? Like, I was so dude. I lost. I, I lost every fucking matchup I had with this guy. Everyone had a fucking pre-tournament this, pre-tournament that, good form, blah, blah, blah. Came out, looked good, looked good Thursday. No fucking St. Patty's Day hangover. Oh, no. You saved your drinking pre-round for the fucking weekend, you fucking asshole. And then and Cam Davis, dude. Like, dude, like that's like I, I don't know what to do with him anymore. Like, it, it's, he fucked me today. He fucked me on Friday. I, I just can't trust this dude. Give me the other one. Give me all the rest of the Aussies, man. Like, like I'll take, I'll take your brother, Cam Smith all day, every day over you. I was going to put Kirk on the boat, but I really like his backstory. Ooh, man. Did he fuck me on a matchup today? He at least ended up pushing, but Jesus Christ, you can't take advantage of a water ball on 18 to win the matchup. Not only that, you were up like fucking four strokes by through hole 12. Ugh. Yeah. 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 So Kirk no. is on the dock though. Kirk's on the dock only because you vouch for him. Everybody else on a boat. That's it. <laughs> what's the, what's the line? The Irishman, like, you know, you're okay. Cause you're friends with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, um, Cam Davis, I need, I need a shot collar at this point with him. And I've been blinded to, he just hasn't been very good the last few tournaments and everyone always talks him up. And I believe in the guy's talent. He's still a young guy. He has it in him, but he's got to start doing something like, I, I mean, maybe he comes to the Valero Texas open. That's kind of a golf course that kind of fits him a little bit, but 
I kind of agree. Like it just, we all talk about him and the last few performances have not been good. So I think for me, he's unnoticed, but right, anybody else you want to put on the boat? So he's or? in the dock. No, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. Okay. Like, like I said, I, I mean, I, I look, uh, between, uh, the boys over at, uh, at, at the mothership, giving out all the first half unders and all the other wild shit with the first round leader this weekend, it was a good weekend for me. I'm just very mad at some of my matchups. So, you know, whatever. there you go. Was, if, if the giants inside Kenny Galladay and Syracuse didn't win, I would be much more pissed coming. Oh yeah. We're, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that tomorrow. We'll, I want to, I want to get your thoughts on, uh, on the Galladay. Um, okay. but, but, uh, cause you still need it. You, you have the same problem I have. Like I got great tight ends, but I still have no quarterback. Um, <laughs> so all right, well, listen, before, uh, before we go to, uh, if we, I don't even know if we're doing the DFS report card tonight, but if we do the DFS report card tonight, before we get to that, uh, looking to get an edge and make smarter bets during match madness, BetQL's algorithms scan thousands of data points across games, every game to find the best bets, easily the most profitable bets based on their top trending betting trends. Wow. Your brackets may bust, but your bankroll doesn't have to head to betql.com to get started today. Head to the app store or Google play store to download betql bet smarter, not harder. Use promo code match 30 for 30% off betql for a year. That's betql.com promo code match 30. All right. All right. Now I got the DFS report. There's some okay. things to talk about. Okay. So yeah. Um, so over $10,000, there was only four guys. Cause everybody kept dropping out. Yep. So, uh, what do you think Joaquin Neiman's? And by the way, this is the dollar GPP in DraftKings. Uh, this is where the public goes. So I think it's worthwhile to analyze what the public thinks. So what do you think Joaquin Neiman's ownership was in this GPP? Because he was the most popular player uh, in the game. So honestly, I, know, I think I, it might be the most popular number, the biggest, one of the biggest numbers I've seen in a while. Yeah. Cause he was, so I did that, um, that DFS open or whatever for like, you know, like it was basically like uh, the DFS community type fucking thing, whatever it was. Oh, it helps, okay. it helps the first T right. And so, um, I want to say he was like fucking 38% or something crazy like that. Like 35, yeah, like it, cause he was super high in that. So I can only imagine what the public did. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 35% 26 <laughs> and square. He wasn't really relevant all weekend though, but nope. He kind of helped. Uh, Sung JM, 26%. And I'm going to say this. I, and I know we finished T9, but it was a garbage T9. Oh, yeah. Week. Absolutely. Finished 18th in DraftKings scoring. At this, at $11,000, they ain't helping you. Mm-hmm. Are people going to start getting off this guy? This guy is a fraud. I mean, how, how many times have we heard the last, like, it seems like every tournament, the buzz is Sung J outright, Sung J outright. Is it just because everybody scored big with him last year at the Honda and it just like it, people yeah. just keep going back to him? Cause I'm getting the Hideki vibes from him. He keeps Ooh. putting up these like good enough performances that you still want to get him on. His price is still high, but he just doesn't end up really doing anything of worth for you. Like congratulations. If you had him for like a top 10 prop and he got dead heated with like five other guys, you know? <laughs> so I, that's really the only thing that made you money this week. I mean, I, you know, you could have won my matchups or anything, but whatever. Um, Adam Scott had a sneaky good week. No. He finished ninth in drafting scoring. We have so way to go today. That's what I'm saying. Like waiting. He's T 14 in the leaderboard. I, I, I missed out on a top 10 by one shot. So yeah. um, looking at his stuff though, the ball striking was really good input. Well, so there's a that's story. This is Adam Scott. Well, I mean, this is his last event for the masters. So that's nice to get some uh, signs of life. And then uh, the guy we were both high on 
and he was a Dudley Westwood. Yeah. You know what? He was you like, you actually threw a little you threw a little cold water on it. You were like, uh, you were, you were like I don't know. You're like maybe for a contrarian play. Like I was yeah. I was I was trying to ride him one more time. Uh, no, but yeah, yeah, didn't work. The, the so. girlfriend's got to be on the bag. Blame the son on the bag. It's not Lee Westwood's fault. He chose I, the wrong guy. I, I think I think he needs a nap. Maybe a nice <laughs> bottle of Portuguese wine on you know on wine a little bit, and then you know, uh, is he playing the match play though? I hope not. He, I, he needs I, he needs a break. I didn't see him in it. Okay, but I just scanned. Real I mean, quick. he's top sixty four in the world, so he's got to be actually. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see him this week. So oh, uh, nine thousand dollars range. Everybody had at least 16% ownership. Uh, Gooch led the way at 18.8. Cameron Tringali is 15.7. I mean, honestly, same ownership with all of them. The only one really worth anything was uh, Russell Henley, who you really liked. Uh, yep. Third Snuck. today. Oh, God. Yeah. What a, what a, he, was, what, uh, what, he, he, he sucked Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Sucked. Sucked. Everybody seemed like they sucked in this term, except for Matt Jones. He's <laughs> the only one worth a damn. God. So everybody else has had at least one awful round yeah. in them because that's what this place does. So I don't know. I mean, you know, Kirk was up and down. Lowry's up and down. Tringali was up and down. Gooch is up and down. Like, you know, the, none of them reached their price point, like potential here. Oh, they all made the cut though. So whatever. I mean, there's worse things in the world. Um, 8,000 hour range, uh, top three guys in this range did pretty well for you. Brendan Steele led the way at 18%. He finished fourth. Um, we tried to fade that chalk. That didn't really work out for us. Uh, a theme for this week. A lot of things that didn't work out for us. Uh, Cam Davis, listen, 32nd in scoring 13%, at least for DraftKings wise, even if we burn money betting head to heads with him this week, um, he's fine. DraftKings. your boy. Keegan's dropped like a stone today. Oh, oh, I knew it was happening too. I knew it was happening. Yeah. He, he never, he never finishes. He never goes like lights out Saturday. Like, even remotely close to decent on Sunday. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. And that back nine was rougher. And he actually uh, helped me in a matchup today. So that was <laughs> great. I appreciate it. everybody else in this range stunk. Yeah. Uh, they're all under 10%. Well, actually, except for my boy, Doug Gim, uh, I told you to F off. I apologize. You were uh-huh. right. Um, that's, that's twice in one podcast, people. It's twice in one podcast. Yeah. Hey, listen, it's the apology tour from Steve Schirmer, I guess. Uh, Wyndham Clark, I I call that. I sniffed that one out. I'm like, that's yeah. a bad, bad horse, and he was bad this week. Nine percent uh, ownership. Uh, Dylan Fratelli, that crashed back down to earth. I sniffed that out too. That was that was dumb for people to go back to him, but whatever. Um, Ricky. <laughs> So that was part of my set. That was part of my seven and no Saturday where Keegan beat him by 12 shots on Saturday. That That was was over after four holes. That poor guy. Yeah. I, he's broken. Yeah. But it it was so funny because everybody wanted to get by. Oh, he made the cut. He made the cut. And then it was like, (laughs) diarrhea. Like, like, yep. He's like, all right, guaranteed paycheck, you know, (laughs) but all right. $7,000 range. So, uh, the website we use for, uh, Projected ownership was way off, at least in this GPP. I mean, it's 50,000 people, so you would think it'd be a little representative, but no. Uh, we thought it was Kevin Streelman that was going to be the most popular guy. No. Zach Johnson, 20%, and he did well. He's 19th. So yeah. Faith Chalk did not do well. Uh, Pat Gazire, a guy I liked, he was second popular owner, 18%. He was terrible. Brandon Wu was 15%. That's strange. That I, I know Brandon Wu is like a really good corn fairy tour guy, but like, Man, 
Fifteen <laughs> percent. Did he get some sort of bump from a podcast or something? He must have. I think I, so. Lord. My guess is like mayo. Right? You you can't get that type of bump without mayo. So it had to be mayo. What's funny is I had I, I had a posting uh, versus Wu uh, head to head. That somehow pushed. They were both so goddamn bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that didn't work out for you. James Hahn reward everybody with a mid round withdrawal with thirteen percent ownership, well, <laughs> including me. Thank you. <laughs> Matt Jones, 12% ownership, best player of the game, obviously one yeah. Streelman was good. So again, fading chalk in 7,000, that's two weeks in a row that worked out. So we got to reevaluate. We're going to go back to, we the might have to uh, we I mean, other the notables, uh, Harold Burr, the third 17 in jacking scoring. I don't remember a single thing he did this weekend. I so. do. Uh, he destroyed my matchup uh, today and Friday and uh, anybody I decided to bet against HV three. He was like, here we go. Let's go. You know what the problem with him is, and I was actually looking at HV3 because I wanted to get on him. I'm like, he's burned me so many fucking times. Yeah. I can't do it. And when I'm never on him or I bet against him, he does well. No, I bet yep. on him. Is, um, Phil Mickelson, 14th in scoring this week. What the hell was that? Was he playing from the senior tees today? No, I mean, good lord, mean, he kicked the crap out of EVR. He did. He did. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's did. my own fault. Yeah. Like EVR, like we've talked about him before. Like we know who he is. Like, you know, like whatever. I mean, look, it's a coin flip because Phil could have done the same goddamn thing. It's not like he played great today. You know what nice. I mean? Like, I mean, my, my, my rationale is that EVR was an underdog to Phil. I'm like, Phil shouldn't be favorite over anybody at this point. Yeah. So I'm just like, this is auto better. And EVR was plus five through three after three water balls. So there you go. Um, <laughs> so I loved Aaron wise this week. I barely cashed that top 20. <laughs> that was a serious jeopardy. I was like, I felt so bad for that kid. Dude, I felt so bad for that kid. I really did. Like it was, it was ugly today. Here's the, here's the funny thing. He actually gained strokes putting today after three putting from three feet. Oh my Lord. And that's yes. the reason why I didn't catch that matchup by the way, over CT pan. Cause he four putted all, I mean, he was, he, you could see on Saturday too. He got to a big lead and then he three putted a hole and then I think he hit a war ball and then he would, he went on tilt. Yep. Yeah, he just lost his mind. And like that that dude has basically been on at this point. He's a really, really talented ball striker. Like if he could just putt a little bit. I mean, and even for the week, he actually putt pretty well. But like in big moments, he was awful with the putter. It was so bad. Yeah, that was a terrible call by me. Ben on. Jesus. Yeah. But uh, I mean, if he could ever figure it out with the putter, like he's got to go talk to Brad Faxon or something, because he he could be a multiple winner, you know, time winner on tour because he's that good TD range. Yeah. Just, man, I crazy stink. So, all right, I, I think that's it for the seven thousand. Six thousand dollar range. Um, this is where the website got it right. Jim Furyk, twenty one percent ownership, miscut. <laughs> I, I I I heard Jim Furyk, and even I got sucked into the top twenty like a FOMO bet. But like I heard Jim Furyk outright all week long, and that was the second worst call of the week. Outside Henrik Stenson outright from me. So time out. Who was fucking bet? No one was betting. Like I even said, a we even lot of people. Were, I, I heard Jim Furyk outright. No fucking well. Yeah. Listen, that's yeah. insane. I was like, dude, listen, you're not even gonna get a top twenty out of this guy. He's just gonna get you a cut if at best at whatever his price was. He's fucking fifty price. years old. Yeah, dude. Like, what are you talking about? Outright, Jim Furyk hits the ball two forty off the fucking tee. Come on, man. Like, I don't right. know. I mean, that wasn't great. Uh, second most popular guy under seven thousand. John Huff. He was fine. He was whatever made the cut. 
Um, you know, guys who did pretty well. Stuart Sink, three uh, percent ownership. He was sixteen. He did great. Yeah, Denny McCarthy. You know, that's actually the dude who should have won the tournament. He lost his mind on the bear trap on Saturday. Like you know, it know. was like, it was, it was real bad. <laughs> he was like fanning shots way to the right. It's like, as soon as he gets it, he just like arms aside. He's like, Oh no, just, it yeah. just go, you know, starting right. Keep going. Right. So, um, did I cross land anywhere there? Anywhere? Exactly. No. Okay. I'll be back to the T box. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of guys who actually did really well in this range though. Chase Seifert had 1% ownership. He was fifth in scoring yeah, uh, CT up. pan. Uh, yeah. Seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You jumped off him and mm-hmm. he, uh, did well seventh in scoring this week. Camilla Vajegas. He was on the pot, uh, the, uh, coverage a lot this week. Uh, you I know, know, I think I, yeah, he's coming the, third. He's coming third to keep his torque ad. Oh really? I didn't yeah, know that. I had the sound down. Yeah, he, he's coming third to keep the tour card, and uh, so he's he's off his medical exemption now. So he's got no status. No at status. All. No. That's pretty sad. I know. So, I was wow. rooting for him, man. Oh well. And then uh, Sam Ryder, who I kept betting against and losing <laughs> this week, uh, eighth in scoring. So I think that's it. Um, let's put this bastard of a tournament to bed and uh, move on to something more worthwhile. All right. Well, listen. Before Rob, before we move on, but I'm with you. Let's let's put this together. Thank God for the first route leader. Um, but before we move on, listen. Hopefully, you entered the odds crowd contest for March Madness to win a chance at, or for a chance to win eight thousand uh, dollars. And listen, don't forget to enter your March Madness picks over at oddscrowd.com as the contest heats up. And odds crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests. It's a social, social app built for sports bettors free to download. You can live group chat with other betters, track your bets, set up private betting contests with your buddies and much more. So download the free app or go to sports slash odds. That's sports slash odds. And listen, while we're at it, Pixwise, they're helmed by a team of trend watching data, devouring sports fanatic, wise guys, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction on every game, every day, every sport, all for free. Pixwise presents the Capper contest to follow with the likes of John Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff Nadu, and six other experts all competing for a $10,000 winner take all prize. So follow the action for their free picks and analysis uh, every day at the big dance by visiting pixwise.com slash match madness. That's pixwise.com slash match madness. All right, man. All right, there we go. Let's talk about the match play. So, um, I mean, it's not worth really discussing who's in the field because it's a WGC. Um, yep. more worth discussing just who isn't in the field. There's a there's a few guys who has some Scott, injuries. Um, Scott's out, right? Scott's out. So he's actually just skipping all the other. He's just saying, yeah. I don't want the guarantee paycheck. I got enough money in the world. Just I'm going to rest for the Masters. So he's out. Uh, the other big names in the top 64 are out. Obviously, Tiger uh, is probably going to be out forever. So, uh, he's not in, uh, you, uh, I don't know if you were trolling me with that. Uh, show me a picture of Kepka on, you know, crutches and me troll. No, I yeah, I didn't pre I didn't appreciate that. I know. So, uh, a little fight up, man. That's all. So I actually, so I, I wrote an article. And I said, his status is currently unknown. And actually now I know his status. He's going to be out a long time. I think a long time. Yeah. That didn't look good. No, I did not. He's not playing the masters. Mm-hmm. That's in three weeks. He's not playing. No way. Uh, Justin Rose, uh, still nursing the back injury. He's out. I don't know his status to begin with. And then Gary Woodland, I guess still has COVID. So, uh, the guys that took their place in the field, uh, Ian Poulter, uh, the immortal Eric Van Royen, who is probably gonna do great on the front line. Cause there's no water probably to do horrible on the back nine. Cause there's a ton of water. <laughs> we'll get to the golf course in a little bit. Adam long. I didn't even know he was in like even close to like the top 60. 
No, me. He's either. in the field. JT Poston is in the field, and then uh, your boy Dylan Fratelli, mm. uh, who we're going to hear a huge narrative this week about. Oh, he's from Texas, played in Austin, knows the golf course. Get ready for all that this week. So, awesome. uh, so that's the uh, field uh, as far as the golf course. It's, we're going to Austin Country Club. It is about seventy one hundred yards, and uh, again, I am going to say this to the audience: while it is a Bermuda golf course. It is not Bermuda this time of year. It is overseeded. You know, it's going to be ryegrass rough in fairways and poa and bent greens. And you're probably going to hear a lot of people fuck that up this week. Although, you know what? I was listening to one podcast this, this morning and it's a guy who notoriously botches this. He actually got it right. So I'm proud of him. Maybe he got the message to him that he's actually been a fucking idiot this whole time <laughs> and said Bermuda when it wasn't. So, um, so it's Pete Dye design. Um, you know, the front though, doesn't really look like Pete Dye. It's more just like a typical, like Texas, like Southwestern golf course. I and mean, it's actually pretty good. Like there's a lot of canyons and like reservoirs and ravines spread out along the, the front nine there. There's good elevation changes, like mounds and hills. And it's, it's actually a pretty, you know, cool little front nine. And then the back nine is completely different. That one actually looks more like Pete Dye is where you have a lot of like, you know, strategically placed bunkers, the elongated bunkers you see at like TVC, you know, sawgrass or like his other places. Um, but like for a match play event, this is a great golf course. There's a lot of cool holes where stuff can turn on a dime where you can reward if you're bold. Like um, there's the, I call it a, it's a par five on the scorecard. It's a par four, basically the 12th. It's downhill, downwind going towards the bridge into the uh to the river there. Yeah, yeah. And like you're gonna see the PJ tour like go, oh my god, somebody hit four or fifty yard drive when it just hit like the car path basically and just bounded downhill and just kept Listen, rolling. I would a hundred percent come back to my buddies and be like, dude, I hit a four hundred and fifty yard drive. There you go. <laughs> but uh it's a par five. It's a bit, it's a par four, but listen with match play. I mean, it's all about birdies and stuff. Yeah. Eagles and stuff. That's a great opportunity to get an Eagle there. Uh, and then the very next hole is great too. That's usually into the wind and you have, it's basically 298 yards to carry it all the way over the water to the green, or you can go around it. And we've seen guys play it differently. Like we've seen guys, you know, take on the water and then they bounce it over the green. That's actually a tough up and down. Or you have somebody who just hits a 200 yards to the dog leg and they have like a wedge in. So I'm actually interested in seeing how Bryson plays that hole just because, I mean, he can hit a three wood, 305, but he's not going to have. I, I don't think they're going to put the grandstand behind it so he can't use it as a backboard. And there's a water hazard directly behind the green if the grandstand isn't there. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they play it this year. Usually guys just go for it and then. If it goes long, it just hits the grandstand. They get a drop. So we'll see. And then the 18th is a really cool hole. Uh, that's downhill again. Um, but everything feeds into this like, like gnarly, like collection area, like this, like grainy rough down to the right. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a collection area to behind the green guys can really make a mess of that hole and you can turn a match pretty quickly. So, um, I mean, overall, um, this is a very good golf course. Uh, they used to play it at TBC Harding Park, uh, and that is a terrible golf course from <laughs> I described. Uh, where else did they play the match play? I I forget off the top of my head, but I mean it's 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 good for match. You know, it's good for match play. There's a lot of birdie opportunities. It's wide off the tee too, so but it's really penal if you miss the fairway. So, you know that 
shrinks the gap between shorter, accurate hitters and longer hitters who, you know, as long as the short hitters hidden from the fairway, you know, they got, you know, pretty good chance here. So, and we'll talk about the guys a little later on, just like who've done well here. And it's definitely a mixed bag. I mean, and that shows that it's a pretty good golf course for match play where anyone really has a shot. Yeah. I mean, I mean, might as well, I mean, might as well just jump into that. Right. So I guess, well, I guess before uh, we do that, because like I said, uh, we don't have the brackets out yet. So uh, I guess just to tell you guys, what we're going to do is uh, we're just going to go through and pick our bracket tomorrow. Right. Because we're hoping the odds will be out. We're not hundred percent sure the brackets drop at 12. Uh, so we're just going to do almost like a bracketology show tomorrow. Right. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, basically. I mean, I don't know about you. I never do like a DraftKings lineup. Like, before this thing starts, like it's fucking match play. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. Like, like if you look at some of these, like, let me read you some of these final fours over the last couple of years here. So, all right, 2016. So Jason day was the winner. Roy McIlroy was uh, also in the final four. That's fine. Louis Ousweizen lost in the final there. I think he was like the 35 seed. And then Rafa Cabrera Bayo made the final four. Yeah. Yeah, So that's, that's weird. Uh, 2017, Dustin Johnson beat John Rahm in the final, which sounds great, but that was before John Rahm was really John Rahm. Like he wanted right. Tory Pines, but he's still this young kid. And then the guys they beat to get in the to get the championship, Bill Haas and Hideto Tanihara. Do you know who Hideto Tanihara is? Because you know I, I don't know who Hideto. You Tanihara know I don't know is. that. No, no I don't know. even know who that is. Yeah, but he made the final four. 2018, Bubba Watson won. He beat Kevin Kisner, two polar opposite players yep. uh, in the championship. There, they beat Justin Thomas, who you expect, and Alex Norin. Yeah. So again, just like you have a bomber, you have two short knockers, and you got an all-around player. Yep. And then 2019, Kevin Kisner returned to the final four. Uh, Francesco Molinari was also there. Matt Kuchar was a, Kuchar. He it, all, it was Jason. all short knockers. And then Lucas Beergard. Beergard. Yeah. Do you know why he's famous? Uh, he it was fun. this turn. It was this turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He beat tiger. Yeah. He beat tiger. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, like tiger basically won this event. Anyways, when he beat Rory in like the sweet 16, <laughs> right? He was like, I'm done. I don't give a shit. Yeah. He's like, all right, <laughs> fuck it. I don't need to play anymore. So yeah, Lucas Beergard. And then I think he's like 500th in the world now. Oh yeah. He's dude. So, like he, he could never putt. Like I remember like even around this tournament or whatever, like people were starting to sprinkle him in and use him and stuff like that from the stuff I was uh, listening to. And he, he would make six birdies around, Could also like make six doubles. Like it was fucking insane. Like it was right. crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's the thing about match play though. Like, like I, 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 I've heard people try to say, well, you know, like, you know, focus on this stat, focus on that stat, like, you know, and everything like, and try to like basically build, build like one of your models on like fantasy Nash or something. Like, I, I don't think it matters. <laughs> like, I, I don't think any of that shit matters because just like you said, like, like if this was stroke play, like in like one-on-one, right, yeah, I think that stuff matters. We were like, you know, like bad, like bad shots are going to accumulate and stuff like that. But like, if you hit one, in the Canyon, just move on to the next hole. It doesn't exactly. matter. Exactly. Yeah. But this event is all about birdies. It's all about scoring really. And to me, like, I'm just going to keep it simple. Like, like I, like, I'm not going to worry about like, Oh, like what shots do they have into greens here? Like kind of measure that out. I'm not gonna worry about it. No, like there's no strokes game data kept this thing anyway. So there's nothing to look back on. Like, I can't look at like, all I can do is look at a leaderboard, but I have no idea how Bubba Watson won. I have no idea how Hideto Tanihara ended up in the final four. So I mean, I, I think just the key with match play is what I'm just going to do is I'm just going to, this is like, 
the Super Bowl of head-to-head matchups for me. And I'm just going to bet that all weekend. And like, like I think the only thing preterm I'm going to do, and like you said, we're going to go through the bracket. They're going to have yep. odds of who's going to win the pool. Like the, the pods, like that's fun. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if you don't know how this works, so basically what they do is because they kept getting these garbage final fours, because it was just a straight knockout event. Like there was a year when I think like tiger, and Phil and Ernie Els all lost in the first round. First round. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like Kevin Sutherland versus somebody else who terrible in the final. And that was back when they played 36 holes. So somebody, so you had to sit through 36 holes of those scrubs like ABC or something. So what they did though, in order to basically make sure that the stars got into the knockout round was it's a round Robin with four guys. So you take, it's like the world cup where you have like the top 16 seeds, their top seeds. And then they just draw randomly from like the next pools over. And then they all play each other. Whoever has the most points gets to the knock around. The problem is that hasn't really worked out too well for them. As you've seen with this format, like some names I ripped off there uh, doesn't actually, I mean, you'll get your Dustin Johnson's and Rory sometimes, but you also get your bill Haas and Alex Norris from time to time too. But um, so I'll bet that, you know, I'll bet the pods like, before a tournament, that that'll be fun. It's basically just like betting like a four ball or something. Yeah, fuck yeah. And then just head to heads all the time. Yeah. Like, and as far as what I'm looking at, like, I'll give you your scoring clubs. This is going to be a high high your irons and high your putter putter. Because yep. if you're scrambling you're and done. you know up and down, and if you're not putting well and you're not hitting your irons good, like you got no shot. You got to hit birdies in this thing. And it's actually one of the tournaments where I actually think like the birdie percentage ones come to play because you want like explosive guys like a Jason Kokrak. Sounds oh, yeah. pretty good to me at this place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially cause he can blow off the hole where he shoots a fucking seven. Yeah. But, oh, or you know, actually, oh. so, you know, actually sounds really good for this place. Bryson. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Dude makes birdies and bogeys and birdies and bogeys. And like, that's cause that, that might be pretty good. So like guys like that, just like, like who just has like huge upside and like, especially yeah. with a guy like Bryson, we're like with him, like he lets things faster. But like here, he's just like, all right, that's done. Yep. I can just go get a birdie next hole. So, and then just like, how you eat your irons? How good a putter are you? And then just try and play the game like every day looking for, okay, is it like, cause the books are still going to be doing with March madness yep. and they're probably gonna be napping a little bit. You might be able to find some matchups where the wrong guys favor the wrong guys, an underdog, or like they price something where that's basically a coin flip. And like you look at the last 50 rounds and one guy's gained like a stroke more per round than this guy. And you know, he's not hitting it great. And you know, he's not a very good putter, you know, that you might be able to find some good matchups with that. But, um, and then for those who want to do DFS, probably what the play is, I got to I got why, why, don't you, why don't you talk? No, no, no. So we can do this tomorrow, but I have a fun little strategy uh, that I figured out a little too late last year. And it all depends on your game selection as well. Right. And like, uh, we'll go over that. This, this is a, this is a cute little strategy that you can do. It's, it's, it's by no means like foolproof, but you give you, I feel like you give yourself a better, a better shot at getting the right 
lineups to go through. Well, then that's a tease for tomorrow. Why don't we leave it at that then? So uh, let's leave it. Do, at do you have anything else? I got nothing else for this. No, we, I got, we don't know who's, we don't know what the yeah. matchups are. No, not for No, I, I got nothing else. Uh, listen, whatever. Uh, I had a decent weekend. Uh, but thank God for the first round leader. Fucking whatever, whatever it takes. And, uh, WGC, uh, like you said, it's going to be definitely oh, not WGC. Jesus, match play, match play is going to be obviously a ton of head-to-heads, and uh, Steve will uh, will guide us on that. Uh, like I said, we'll, we'll get back to your Saturday ways where you swept the fucking board and put what was that cocksucker's name? Uh, who's who's trying we're to? We're not going to we're not going to promote him. Okay, no. fine, fine. He does enough. he does not deserve. Okay, fair enough. All right. Well, anyway, all right, boys. Till tomorrow, uh, you get to hear us go through the brackets. I might not even. I might download it like 10 minutes before the show. Nice. I think I'm going to download it 10 minutes before the show. So I got fresh eyes on it and we just walk through it that way. You know what? Because this is a tournament full of gut handicapping, gut calls and you, sir, <laughs> you are going to shine. All right. Let's this go. This is for you. All right, let's go. My tournament this weekend, baby. All right. For myself, Boston Capper, the God of golf himself, Steve Shermer. All right. Green screens, motherfuckers. We'll see you tomorrow.